Oh, wow. What's up, guys? We are live. Back at it again. Triple Cross Podcast Baseball Edition. We got the whole crew together. We've been talking a whole lot about, about a whole lot off air. So we're going to get right into on air fun stuff right after this short message. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Triple Cross Podcast family, welcome back to another episode of our baseball podcast. We got the whole crew. We got Warren, Mont, and Justin. I'm Matt. Welcome back. Um, guys, it's glad to have the whole crew with us because we got a whole lot of things to talk about. But first and foremost, I need an update on the Ghosties. Warren was giving us a little bit of insight on what was happening Justin, please tell me how the Ghosties have been doing. Give us an update. I think Warren's got to be the one to give the update. I Okay, been, we'll MIA. pass the baton to Warren. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is the last game. Unfortunately, he's our A number one starting pitcher, but uh, we had to fill in where we could, so I took the bump. And, uh, you know, three innings of no-hit ball. Yeah, maybe my reliever got some runs cashed in that I may have walked behind me when I left, but uh, – we're doing good now. We're three and two. We won uh, in the ninth inning in walk-off fashion this past Saturday. It's exciting. Nice. It's a good time out. Check out our hats. They're legit. This is Gary the Ghost. Uh, and if you're in Oakland, <clears throat> for anyone listening, you can check out uh, – you can go to a live Ghosties game. It's free of charge. You'll see Warren and Justin play. Uh, I've been to games. It's fun. Uh, I actually went – uh, with my dog one time, I don't know if you guys remember, but my dog was like barking. You guys, you guys came at a comeback, and my dog was absolutely going nuts. <laughs> one of the best fans we've had, honestly. Or, 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 and I, I had you on my fantasy team last night. That killed me with the earned runs and not and you not getting that win. They cashed it in on me. I'm sorry. I knew I was tired, and I just tried to go one more inning, and I just started missing up and in, and that's when you know it's a problem. Oh, um, that's my score. Flying. Justin, how has your performance been on the Ghosties recently? Uh, fairly decent, honestly. Um, okay. Yeah, trying to round into form. I've been off a few weeks, so I think I'm starting Saturday, so we'll see how that goes. It's also okay. early, which is not my uh, forte. But we'll yeah, 9 a.m. in the city, though. Yeah. In your, in your home At least I don't, have to cross, I don't have to cross any bridges, though, which is nice. That's yeah. true. That's true. Uh, Mont, you were explaining last week on your, on your daily ritual of – of building teams you build 300 teams a night is that correct that is correct and, and uh, okay leagues and one dollar leagues okay tell me how you did yesterday yesterday i had a team that started out hot but then i faded towards the end of the night mm. really needed uh just a little bit more from the angels but it's okay there's always another day that's a great thing about baseball Okay, so you're building your next team stack tonight, yeah, or have you built, built it? Everything's okay. already built. We lie. Everything's already built. Ooh, yeah, okay. Very cool. Um, well, welcome back to the show, everybody. For everyone that is watching and listening, 
Um, we are, uh, we have to call out our sponsors first and foremost. So thank you to these folks. Uh, real quick, Yeet Sunglasses, go to yeetsunglasses.com uh, and use code BELLYUP for 10% off. Um, also, we are giving away two tickets to an MLB game of your choice. So there is a link in the description. Uh, make sure that you click that link, fill out that information, and we will do that raffle here shortly. Uh, not tonight, but in the next couple weeks. Um, and then we are doing a giveaway tonight. So if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button. For every 25 likes, we are doing a $25 MLB gift card giveaway. If we don't hit 25 likes, we are still doing a giveaway. Uh, it will be on playback. Um, so the link to playback is also in the description. Um, so that is what I have to say about our sponsors. Um, and let's get into the show. First and foremost, uh, the, there's fires that have been trickling down there. The fires are not trickling down. The smoke from the fires in Canada are trickling down. Have you guys all seen this? Of course. Yeah. Okay. And so we've got games canceled. Uh, it's just postponed. a typical day in LA without weather. What's that? Yeah, the Bay. Yeah, typical, day typical, typical day. Right. <laughs> we've we've had our our uh, our brushes with you know no pun intended with such uh, such air quality over the last few years. So um, yeah. definitely. When COVID hit, we already had the N95s because uh, air quality was a problem. So yeah, this is a uh, feeling oh, for New York. Yeah, I mean, so you already like, had you already had those. Yeah, because oh, yeah. Wow. I have like my house is full of air purifiers. <laughs> it's like because it was brutal. It like, the fire season has gotten out of control up here. So yeah, I've okay. never. I don't remember the last time um, there was a like delay from games from fires um, in MLB. I'm That's not sure. I don't remember. Memory loss, apparently. I mean, that <laughs> happened in Seattle uh, when the fires were hitting in uh, 2020. Okay, uh, that was – well, 2020, like, wait. I mean, that, that, I, how would I remember that over COVID? Do, I mean, do you have it? long COVID? <laughs> okay, so there, 2020. Warren clearly not making light of COVID or anyone that may have been affected by COVID. Yo, I'm I'm surprised that they didn't have cool photo shoots. Like that was a perfect day to get your tops Bowman Chrome baseball card. If I'm Aaron Judge, like how is there not photo shoots with that? With the players, it's perfect. With the fire, with the smoke in the background. Yeah, yeah, it was a great, great backdrop. It, it looks like the it. apocalypse for sure. So yeah. your home run hitter. I mean, that's kind of you know free marketing and, right there. Aaron Judge holding the bat with the air behind him, with the stadium behind him. Hey, if Bowman is watching or whoever owns Bowman, there's your idea right there to make a sick, sick photo shoot. I, I'm just surprised. Oh no, Warren, go ahead. You don't need to pay extra for sepia tone. Right. Yeah, exactly. Natural. I'm just surprised. Canada usually has their stuff together, like in in every way, shape, and form, for the most part, uh, and they've you know kind of drop the ball on this a little bit, but I'm sure they'll pick it up and uh, we'll, we'll get it situated. But moving on, I just had to bring that up because it is a happening event and this is something that we need to, you know, bring up. But Find out where moving... PG&E was. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> rake your forest better. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Luis Arias is hitting, I think he's hitting 403 right now. 401, that's nuts. 
No, uh, no, no, no. It's I'm pretty sure it's 403 right now. No, no, you might. I'm saying last time I saw it, it was 401. Oh, yeah, no, be, I think it's more changed. updated numbers. Yeah, I think it's changed. I mean, uh, 400 gonna, is nuts. Four, it's, it's, he's hitting four, he's hitting 403 right now. And I was watching, uh, I think I did a, a Monday Madness game. I do on uh, Mondays where we just watch baseball games for about an hour. And they had a stat of like players that have hit close to 400 in the last, you know, whatever years. And I was like, well, there's no one hitting close to 400 right now. And I was clearly wrong. And um, Mon, let me kick it over to you. Do you think he keeps this up the whole year? Yo, it's crazy that Minnesota had him last year. And now Minnesota is still a great team, even without him. So does he keep it up? Sure. You know, it's not that impressive to me only because he only has one home run on the season. It's like a bunch of singles. Sure, it's great. He's paid a ton of money. It's impressive, but it's not like he finishes a season of less than 10 home runs and hits 400. It's it's great, but it's not like life changing. It's not going to win you many games as a team. Just having one guy that can hit that well. Wow. Warren, do you have a response to that? No, I, I do kind of agree. I, I think, though, it's important to note that he is due for regression. If you look at the kind of sabermetric profile of his hits, he has a really, really low average exit velocity uh, on his hits. And that can only continue so far. Maybe he's taking advantage of the new shift rules, um, but I don't see this uh, continuing at all. He's a good hitter, sure, 340, 350, but there's a slump coming. Okay, so you do not think so. My, you are in the camp that he keeps us up. Warren, you are not. Just I don't think I don't, I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't think he'll keep it up. I'm going to say okay. on that record for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Justin, what are your thoughts? Well, now, now I have to go the other way and say, absolutely, <laughs> he becomes the Texas League king. There's no defense for that. Okay, <laughs> so just really? keeps. You know, just blooping them over. You know, you can you can make that last. I, I mean, realistically, in this in the game today, even with the shift being taken out, I think it's highly unlikely that someone. I mean, just looking at the batting average leaders, I think the second highest is Freddie Freeman. Yeah, he's, he's got he's, he's at three thirty three. I mean, that's a huge difference. So, um, you know, now does he go all the way down to three thirty three? Who knows? But yeah, I think we're gonna be sub four hundred for sure by, you know. August, I would imagine. So at what point, so at what point do you think he gets to where it's like, oh, he actually has a shot? Do you think it has to be in August where he's hitting 400? Yeah, last month of the year. Okay. I, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I can look this up. I don't know off the top of my head. I was like thinking, well, what if he just stops? Like, what's the minimum number of at-bats you need to qualify for, uh, <laughs> you know, to, to get the, the batting champ. Um, I can look that up right now, but minimum number. Probably four or 500. Even though Probably. he's doing it, though, it feels like it's not really helping the Marlins win games. You know, getting a single with one out or with two outs is really doing nothing for that offense unless Solaire. Though they got some hot hitters right now, Solaire, Cruz, uh, Sanchez, but still, it's not doing so much. You, so you need 502. Which uh, to qualify? That's yeah. That's that's that. I mean, 
yeah, you got to really, uh, he's at six or two sixteen, So he's not even halfway there. That's tough to get sometimes even 500 at bats, to be honest. I mean, you have to play at least 140 games probably, but we'll see. It's exciting. I've, I mean, that last time someone hit 400 or even close was what Tony Gwynn. Uh, and I don't even know what year it was like the late nineties or something like that. Um, so it's cool. Uh, it's definitely no, noteworthy for sure. Um, did you guys see Aaron Judge's catch against the Dodgers yeah. hitting the wall? Okay. Broke his wrist or what? With the wall moving, he ran into the wall full speed, the bullpen wall, and it like the door actually opened. Yeah, he suffered a toe injury because of it and is now on the 10 day IL. Yeah. I a will, big uh, though. It's a huge toe. Yeah. I'll pull it up. Um, An average toe might have slipped through. You know, who knows? It's uh, it's unfortunate. But what – like, I'm going to throw this out there to you guys. Do you think there should be anything done? I don't know if you, any of you have actually been on a Major League Baseball field. I'm assuming yes, and, like, gone up against the wall and seen how hard it is. Do you think there should be anything done to the wall's – Considering these guys are getting paid significant money to help prevent like major injuries, I mean a toe is not a major injury, but like something to consider. I know Patrick Willis may may have something to say about that. I'm pretty sure he ended his career early because his toe was. I mean, obviously I'm crossing sports here, but I mean toe injuries can be significant, especially if you have to move around for a living, which you know at this point Judge does. Um, so I don't want to minimize, you know, you know, everything is through the ground, you know, as an athlete. So, um, but I just, I think there's only so much you can do to a wall to make it softer. I mean, it's a hard surface. Um, now, obviously you can do more than, you know, Ivy over bricks perhaps, but you know, and it sounds like the gate gave way on him. Is that what? what yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pull up a, a thing right here, but uh, let me see if I can remove this give me a second so we can all just kind of see what's going on i don't know how it's going to show oh there we go that actually looks all right so we'll go here so that gate's not supposed to open yeah i mean but he's humongous dude right (laughs) (laughs) Dodgers, they uh, resurfaced it and like made it so that won't happen again. Right, and Spike Lee is all about it. Yeah, at least but I was thinking. I oh. mean, it was a phenomenal <laughs> catch. The ninety-nine. <laughs> uh, Let's see if we sucks. get another replay. Yeah, look, that thing is not supposed to open. But my, I, I have a thought on here. It goes. I don't know where I guess his toe just hit the concrete. Yeah, there's a lip there. Right. But my thought is like, all right, maybe like like a trampoline kind of like situation going on. I don't know. What are we even talking about? (laughs) Like like a thick trampoline coating on the outside of the wall. So it it gives a little bit. But you understand how a trampoline works, right? It's the force yes. you put into it, and then it rebounds. <laughs> like, so that, I, I mean, I'd see him thrown into the grass now, several feet in front. Like, I'm, I, but I, I'm talking about, like, a thick one where it doesn't have that much bounce. I want to see Aaron like, Jack run into that. 
see how far he like recoils yeah. out there. Hey, I'm all I'm doing is I'm just floating an idea and seeing if it sticks. And clearly that one is not sticking. Yeah, so, no, I think the, the lip is weird than anything. Yeah. Like I understand why the lip is there. The lip is there so that the ball doesn't sneak under the fence. Oh, but, you're talking about the concrete. Yeah, but like that yeah. lip, I feel like is the bigger problem than the fence itself. For the sure. Well, that made... lip, that lip is there because every time they like repave the field, mm-hmm. like it goes down a little bit each time. So they've redone that field so many times. So that's a problem. They need to probably add more dirt and resurface that where that lip is not so big. Every time they repave the field, an angel loses his wings. um all right well those were my those were my two cents about that but um i hope he gets better um manoa sent down to rookie ball which oh my gosh okay what's warren thoughts on getting sent down to rookie ball from the bigs i mean that's embarrassing he's been awful though and i don't know what the issue is uh, he's got a unique windup that he's had to change specifically because of the pitch clock rules so that's a huge factor uh and i'm sure that he's focused on it but he's he's done a great job of not making excuses for himself uh his stuff honestly was never the best so i feel like last year may have been a little bit of an outlier but so is this. It, it's it's interesting to watch. I, I hope he's able to get into a rhythm on the on the shortened clock with an abbreviated windup and get back to being a good pitcher. But uh, you know, ninety three with a slider, it's not impressing anybody in the bigs. Yeah. Do you? I mean, is the is the plan just to send him down a rookie ball, or just to like build up his confidence, basically? I mean, you'd hope so, but probably more to get him used to the pitch clock if that's – and I'm just speculating, but that seems like a huge change for him based Mm. on wind-up and general pacing. And as a younger pitcher, you know, you you get into something that works, and then if you have to change that after having success with that, it's probably pretty pretty jarring. So I feel for him. I I hope he figures it out and – I hate his windup. I hope he gets a regular one. In, instead of sending him to the complex league, they should have sent him to the gym. He just needs to get back in shape. The guy's like, <laughs> he's a tank. He's a little, he's, he's a chunky boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, or just like cut, you know, just figure out your diet a little bit, right? Like maybe doesn't even need it. Just you know needs to stop going like ham on those like after din- after game like spreads that they have in the in the in the, in the clubhouse. It isn't it look that different from last year to this though. I mean he's always been a big guy. Like we've had you know pitchers that are bigger body types that have won games and been successful over. CC Sabathia. He's like a bad version of David Wells. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't think you can under uh, like the idea of having to think about the pitch clock while you're trying to execute. Like, because someone who doesn't throw that hard has to throw pinpoint, have to be pretty dang accurate in order to be successful. So, if you're thinking about, oh my God, how much time is left on the clock, I I can see that distracting you to the point where you're not executing the pitches that you're you're intending to. And then that's going to be a real problem, you know? So, I think if you can get that out of his head in in rookie ball, I think that's 
we'll see better results. And obviously, if he can also get his nutrition together, I'm sure that can't hurt unless, you know, his power comes from the, you know, the calories. I don't know. I mean, that's probably not the case. But, um, you know, I think getting his mental state together would, would go a long way to helping him execute on the field. Presumably. I mean, you're being sent down to rookie ball. So in my thought, I'm like, this dude's confidence needs to, like, they are trying to give him, like, the easiest way to confidence boost. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about the pitch clock. I mean, I think it's a double-edged sword. If I think if it's a pitch clock only, maybe they send him to double-A or single. But rookie ball, rookie ball, he should dominate. Right. Yeah, but I mean, Double A has should. a lot of talent, though. Usually, right. Like, I know a lot of do. talent in Double A, so yeah. he's getting shelled by these right. guys. Like, that's not going to help his confidence either. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens because yeah, he's been doing really bad. Um, for folks that are watching or listening, uh, make sure you click the link in the description. We're giving away two free tickets to an MLB game this year, so uh, click it. Fill all the information in. And you will be entered to win. Uh, we need to touch on this. Mutt and I touched on it last week, but it was not as developing as much as it is now. And also, we have our Bay Area experts. Um, Warren, I know this is a hot topic for you to discuss. The A's are currently in a meeting at this very moment discussing the move to Vegas. If you want to shed some light on this, please feel free to do so. Yeah, let me start by saying you're wrong. Uh, Thank for, you. Sorry, it's it's the Nevada legislature is in a right. session now as we are speaking currently to determine uh, issues about whatever subsidy they're going to try to issue. That's what uh, I meant. If yes. any, to the A's. And I will just say Fisher and Cavill or Caval or whatever, these two in the ownership group of the A's are the epitomes of just terrible management because it seems like from what I'm hearing, the Nevada deal is not certain and is going to fall through and they Mm. never locked anything up. And it seems like they, you in, in Oakland, and it seems like they were using this whole episode as some sort of, mechanism to create leverage and it has completely backfired in terms of just revealing their own ineptitude these this ownership group has to sell for the for the betterment of baseball and baseball is better when the a's are in oakland they have to find a willing buyer i know there's a number of groups joe lacob who owns the warriors has vocally said he would love to own the a's as well there's options out there, but these people are, are just being greedy beyond compare. And it's so you, it's disgusting to watch. So you said that this will not go through. Is that like just uh, from your own observation or is it like there's just too many hoops to jump through? Uh, it, it is speculation, but it's based on the fact that there's been a number of representations from the A's to the general public about this site in Las Vegas is, is firmed up. We have a deal. We, we have the money X, Y, Z and, and all of these threats, but in all of these threats, none of them have actually materialized and, and been true. Hmm. Uh, they, they did not have a land deal locked up. They did not have public funding locked up. So it all ends up either being a bluff they made intentionally that is backfiring on them or 
just sheer incompetence. And either way, <laughs> they should sell the team. It's brutal. I agree. I agree. Killing Oakland. I live in Oakland. It, it, I'm a Giants fan, but I live in Oakland. It is killing people here. This is it, it is absolutely atrocious what these what these owners owners are doing. It's it's horrible. They're trying. I feel like they're just trying to manipulate the situations to their own benefit. It's just wild to see the plot of Major League like in real time. Like this is what <laughs> these people are trying to do. It is. It's like. It seems like it's got to be a joke, but it's not. I mean, right. I know it was a long time ago, but when this man took over the team, the stadium was packed. And all he's done since then is screw the fans over time and time again to the point where they resent him. And then he jerked the city around. It's like, yeah, well, <laughs> this is not inspiring confidence in the fan base, even though they love this team. It's just, it's a shame. And honestly, I wish there was more pressure uh, to get to get him to sell the team because someone... With, with what Oakland was willing to give up, an actually motivated owner would have taken them up on, on some of these offers because, again, it really doesn't make a ton of sense to be funded so fully by public money by bill- like for billionaire institutions. Like That doesn't make a ton of right. sense. So if you're getting some money, make it work. You're getting the area that you want. It's going to be not- – it's, it's ridiculous, and I, I tend to agree with Warren. So. And, and I'll also say there is a reverse protest – being organized in the city of Oakland for June 13th to show up in sell the team t-shirts. We're going to pack the stadium. Wow. It's going to be amazing. And it's going to be a whole lot of fuck the Fisher chance. So, uh, (laughs) so the stadium is, they're trying to fill the whole stadium up. Trying to get as many people as we can. There's, there's okay. been like outside of the A's organization. There's been nonprofits that have. Who are the A's playing up. that day? That's actually a great question. I'm not sure myself. Okay, irrelevant. There's been thousands and thousands of dollars raised just to wow. clothe the fans in sell the team T-shirts. Interesting. Where do you think uh, the Fishers rank in like worst ownership groups? In let's just say. Let's go all sports because baseball is like kind of, you know, it's only 30. Like in the last, I don't know, five to 10 years or current ownership. Because obviously the ownership group of the commanders, Snyder, sold or it's in the process of selling and no one liked him. No one liked him. Uh, The McCourts at the Dodgers, no one liked him. Um, there's been numerous ownerships that are just terrible. I feel like at some point there is a breaking point and they do, they do eventually sell. Like, I don't know any ownership groups that are bad that are still like, except for the Fishers right now that are still like lurking in, in professional sports. Uh, they're playing the a the Rays, just so you know, on the third. Okay. Ooh. Oh, well, Hey, the Rays are hot, but yeah, they're getting blown out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys <laughs> do you guys know of any? Like I'm just kind of curious well, on where you think they rank. Here's my thing. I think a lot of ownership groups are incompetent, right? They just they don't really know what they're doing. They have enough money to have a team, but they don't know how to put the right people in place to field a competitive team. But to me, Fisher seems like he's deliberately making the moves mm-hmm. that he's doing because he has competent people running the you know billy bean was competent like he knew what he was doing he just was handicapping him over and over again the the purpose like the the a's are always at the top of revenue 
every year. So th- right. this yeah. is not an incompetent group. They're not right. giving exorbitant contracts to players over the hill. This guy is deliberately ruining right. the product on the field as an F you to the fans so that they leave. So he can say, look, man, what am I going to do? I can't stay right. here. It's not viable. I mean, so to me, that makes him worse than anyone else because well, and it also you can forgive. Right. You know, I can forgive incompetence. But yeah, well, I agree. I, I, and eventually, like Major League Baseball has to step in and they are. I mean, they're going to be voting, uh, I think, next week, the owners on the move. I don't know what happens today. It probably will affect if that if that vote goes through. But Major League Baseball or any like NFL, NBA, they have to step in. Oh, there was the owners of the Suns that sold. Uh, he owned the Suns and the WNBA team uh, in Arizona, and he sold because no one liked him. Oh no, there was. I think it was. There was no, no, no. There was. There was more than that. There was more than that. There was more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little more. Yeah, I'm. I'm remembering now. I remember. So that's where I'm. That's where I'm trying. I'm trying to put Fisher on a. I'm trying to see where he is on like the terrible ownership level. Well, it, it, it just compares like so. Fisher and the A's were one of the top five most profitable baseball franchises right. last year. Right. The owner of the Phillies that just paid Bryce Harper $300 million and then Trey Turner literally came out and had a statement recently and said, look, it can't be about profitability. I I'm, I own this team to win. That's the point. The fans don't care if I'm profitable. They want me yeah. to win. Like it's it's just a ludicrous. There's it, it's an interesting situation when somebody is relying on a professional sports franchise for their income, which is why I've always been really skeptical of the Steinbrenners. They don't have a separate business that made them billionaires. They've just been the Yankees owners forever. Like Fisher has the gap. Like what (laughs) is he doing with this thing? Has he no love for the sport? This is embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, the uh, McCourt, he leveraged to buy the Dodgers off a parking lot in Boston. (laughs) So like, you know, there's, there's some like red flags that you can see earlier on that I feel like, I don't know, maybe there's more due diligence now than there was maybe 10, 20 years ago of, of people buying sports franchises. But look, I hope personally, and I think, I, I think Justin Warren, you're on the same page. I thought, I hope the A's stay in Oakland and I hope a new, I hope a new ballpark is built. I don't know how you guys feel personally about it. I mean, honestly, it's funny. It's actually easier for me to get to an A's game because of where it is in relation to to Bart than to the Giants. But like, yeah, I mean they need a new stadium. That's that's for sure. Right. New ownership, new stadium. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> new ownership first because I think the stadium will follow shortly <laughs> thereafter. Uh, you know, with with an ownership group that has more pure motives, you know. This yeah. I I think I think it's too late, even if Fisher stayed now, that so many feelings have been hurt and you know, it's like F this guy, basically. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, so new ownership for sure. Yeah, well, we will see what happens. All right, we're getting to our main topic now. I'm going to pull up a video. Uh, Bear with me. So this is Ellie De La Cruz. Uh, I will make this full screen. There we go. 
And we will just watch this for a second. Holy shit. <laughs> first home run. No, Syndergaard Dude, sucks these First days. of all, yeah, what happened look to where this, four, man? But look where this pitch is. That ball is in the upper inside corner at 92. Yeah. And he just <laughs> that a change it. It's not 1993, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, what? He almost hit it out of the park. Yeah, you got to blow it by him at, you know, in that location. You can't throw it 92. You got to throw If, that if you're going to throw that pitch, it's got to be even more inside than that. Like, that caught a ton of that. that caught dude, but that was notes. literally on the top part of the zone. Buddy, buddy. But you can it's just 92. It's, it, yeah, he also can just be way ahead of it. But, I mean, if you're going to try to bury that to a lefty like that, like, you can't. That's that's dangerous. I you know that, that was, I don't think that's that a good a, pitch. I don't think that's that was a good a, pitch. Okay, regardless if it was a good pitch, I mean, look, it's not a bad pitch. It's not it's like bad, it's, it's not bad, middle. That's what we're saying. It's a bad pitch. It's well, it's a it's a good pitch from the pit, pitcher's perspective. No, you're saying it's not. Oh, okay. Well, no. I disagree. It's probably faster if you're going to throw in that location. Okay. If he was, if he was the Mets, or was it like if he was still throwing juice? Fine, but at 92, that pitch has to be weight. Like, it can't be a strike. It can, I, okay. I just, yeah, I, I don't think. Well, that's a good pitch. okay. Regardless, okay. So it was not a good pitch. He still almost hit it out of the ballpark. Stop talking he about also, the pitch. Talk about the, the the piece of wood that he put on. That's the that's the story. Yeah, and he hit it 115 <laughs> miles off the yeah, bat. Crush that. Yeah, that ball crazy. was absolutely cra- crushed. I was telling Justin before you guys got on. I was like, dude, this guy reminds me of like like a Ken Griffey Jr. Like, I mean, he's like, and he's fast too he's got some serious speed um you said it took him like nine strides to get the third which is absolutely ridiculous my what's your take on de la cruz oh man future superstar all-star potential hall of famer like he's already showing everything that we need to see to know that he's going to be the real deal especially at that stadium like that's awesome for an offensive player (laughs) like yeah 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 yeah, he looks better than Tatis. Like, oh my god, he looks better well, than who? Ta- well, Tatis. Old, old steroids. <laughs> Switch hitter also. Is he? Oh, I didn't know. Oh wow, yeah. he's six five. That's crazy. Yeah, he is so fast. Like, oh my gosh, you can't teach speed. I mean, I if 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 you could teach speed, I would have been the at the top of the food chain. However, <laughs> I I was not gifted in that uh, area, um, but was, yeah, I'm, exci- I'm excited. I'm excited. Will never be. <laughs> yeah. No, this is going to be something special. Uh, you know, it, it's really exciting to see. He he doesn't look like other prospects that come up. The the exit velocity you mentioned, Matt, was just like. Oh my God, he's seen lasers. His first hit, I think, was a double that was 112 off the bat. Like, yep. This is crazy special. I mean, that's what O'Neill Cruz did, though, when he got called up last year with Pittsburgh. He was hitting like record speeds off the bat right away, too. That's right. That's right. There are some great young players out there, and we might be seeing like a new 
new shift, new renaissance new, new series. I'm gonna I'm gonna show the uh, the show the double that he hit. Can I uh, let's see? No, no more. Low fly. I, I think this one was even higher. Yeah, look at yeah. that. That was off the like, dude, so fast. Yeah, that ball was whoa. So he's shown twice <laughs> the ability to get his top hand on top of really high fastballs and just absolutely murder them. When the league adjusts, it's going to be really interesting to see after he has about 100 at-bats because they'll change completely how they're pitching him. But That's after true. he has about 100 at-bats, it's like his August is going to be really interesting. Uh, I can't yeah. wait. Because that, that's going to be the determination, whether or not he makes the adjustment back to how the league is pitching him differently as right. opposed to just keyholing high fastballs like, you know, hitters do. Uh, but he'll be fine regardless just because if he gets on base, he'll steal like Ruiz on Oakland. Same exact type mm -hmm. of thing. Worst case. Munt, do you have him on every team that you're putting a team oh, on? Oh, yeah. Right? These days for sure. Stolen base. Okay. Who shot. else do you have? Who else do you have on every team? Uh, going today, I really like Mike Trout against Smiley. That's weird. Yeah, Mike Trout, huh? What's <laughs> <laughs> the joke about Random. that? Oh, oh, so good. Yeah. yeah. No, if you got to go with that, that bum. <laughs> yeah. You got to go with the superstar. He's my – Yo, it's a lot easier said than done to pick nights that superstars do their thing. It's like sure. – any right. night, Otani can go over four, you know. So if you pick them and they do their thing, hey, that's why they're there, who they are. Right. But who do, who do you have like that you're hot on right now that you're on every team besides De La Cruz and Mike Trout? Uh, I I really like Ryan Noda, the Oakland mm. first baseman. He's huh. he's the real deal. He's getting on base all the time. He's hitting some pop too. Some money ball, money ball stats right there yeah. on base. He's actually uh, on the Dodgers for a while, but the Dodgers didn't have a way to bring him to the squad. So mm. then Oakland got him, and now he's playing. Well, there's a guy, Freddie Freeman, that may be clogging the, yeah. the line right there first. Um, well, I'm excited for De La Cruz. It should be interesting to see him develop. Good point, Warren, on how he will adjust as the league definitely will adjust to him for sure. Um, DeGrom... Has to have. I want to hear what Justin Warren would have demanded for the home run ball. The oh, yeah. We didn't talk about the home run ball. Ooh, Thank you for bringing it up. Yes. So, come on. Tell the story. Tell the story. Okay. The kid who caught the home run ball, they obviously tried to negotiate for it. What the kid got in return. Well, maybe we should first. Okay. I'll tell him what happened first. He ended up getting group photos with all his friends and De La Cruz. Signed baseballs for all of them, and the kid also got a signed hat and a signed bat. What would have you asked for? Justin, we'll kick it to you first. Uh, I mean, the signed bat is dope. Um, I probably would have wanted a few more tickets, you know, bring my friends back to the yard. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not. Because it's like it's a ball, right? It's a ball. You caught it. It's awesome. You want a replacement ball, probably. I'm not going to ask for money, though. I mean, that seems a little bit. Unless this was like, I don't know. I'd ask the ball for to ask for money. But certainly more things that don't cost them anything, really. I, you know, right. how often are, is that stadium full? Well, you know, so I mean, <laughs> let me get some tickets. Let me get some tickets. Uh, and, you know, maybe some batting gloves. We'll call it a, we'll call it a, a day. 
Warren, what would you what would you have negotiated for? I would have anchored and led with cash. <laughs> uh, college tuition, please. Thank you. And then would have probably accepted season tickets. Season tickets. Yeah, I'm all oh, for sure. Season tickets. Yeah, I'm getting season tickets in the like clubhouse where they have all the invited, like that all that. Oh I mean, yeah, no, I, I don't mean season tickets in the stands. I mean a freaking locker dedicated to me in the clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I just sit there and play. play I I would have actually uh, wanted to fly with the team to have the option to fly with the team to any games that they're any any games for the rest of the year and then also season tickets for next year because also we're already like you know a third of the way done with the season so like yeah you gotta gotta get full value yeah for sure definitely more autographs rookie cards um like yeah i would have yeah hey look and if you if they don't want to give it up then that's fine you hold on to it and you hope that it increases in value and then you renegotiate yeah if if de la cruz goes to the hall of fame that ball is worth easy Exactly. 200 case. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, what would you have uh, kind of gone with? Se- uh, season tickets to the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good on you guys, man. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll find some stuff up tickets. No big deal. <laughs> uh, Bengals, though. Let me get those. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Interesting move. What? But you're not you're not going to as many games. I'm just kidding. I would buy season tickets bleachers all the way in the back. Like those are five dollar seats. Just give me lifetime season tickets. That's a that's a good move, Bengals. Wait, who else is trying to think of what other I'm blanking right now? But that's a good move. That's a good move. I like that one. Well, now we know your negotiating style month too. You're like cross, you're cross, you're crossing over to different you never know. You never know. All right, we'll move on to DeGrom. Has to have surgery. Tommy John oh, again. Um, you guys all right, this is – uh, I did not. Did he was, you? He was in tears. It was yeah. it was tragic. Like he, yeah, He's having a really tough time personally right now. It, it just sucks. This is his second Tommy John. Yeah. Do you, do you guys feel like – this is my overall observation. I don't have stats in front of me to back this up. But it feels like to me – Pitchers are getting more surgeries more frequently than they did, let's call it a decade ago. The Mike Mussina era, or like, um, let's let's call it. I mean, sure, we can go with the Mike Mussina era. Do do you guys feel that? I mean, accepting it is true. I mean, the fact that these guys are throwing so much harder, I, I think you have to be much more perfect in the way that you're delivering the ball. I mean, you know, I, it wouldn't surprise me if that were the case, given how much harder everything is coming in, you know? They're right. throwing less, but at the same time, they're throwing super hard. Um, and so I wouldn't be surprised if you're just <laughs> shearing what's in your elbow, you know? You probably only have so many bullets at that at that velocity, you know? Right. And this guy's already had it torn once, you know, it's just a little tough. So do you think like, all right, let's go on that theory then like for a second. 
if it is because pitchers are throwing harder, which they are, do we, is there a world that we see pitchers throwing less hard to prevent more injuries or surgeries? Do you mean intentionally being less successful? Yeah, right. You want to make less money to what? No, (laughs) I'm just, I'm floating it out there on specifically for injury to reduce injury or reduce surgery. No, you floated okay. some dumbass shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, no. Fair. Short answer, no. Long answer, okay. absolutely not. <laughs> then what? Okay. <laughs> All right. Then, then okay. Then let's let's go on. Let's go down that rabbit hole. Then, do we see pitchers throwing even less amount of pitches? That's probably where they, they go. They okay. they load manage in a way where it's like. Basically, it's openers, right? Where you have the first few times through the lineup, and then the ne- another pitcher comes in. Maybe they lengthen the the rosters yeah. to allow even more pitchers. Yeah. Um, you know, I I just I think it's ridiculous to think. And no offense to you, but I think it's ridiculous to think that people are going to limit how hard they throw the ball <laughs> when they're competing with someone who's trying to send it over the fence. Of course, like just course. as a human being, a competitor, you're not. You're like okay. I'd rather risk getting hurt than let this guy just drill my stuff 458 feet. I was doing that know? for pure. I was doing that for pure entertainment to get. I'm me sure out. you were. I'm sure you he's, were. Yeah. So what would stick? What would stick before whatever? Yeah. Right. It's just I don't think there's any way to legitimately reduce how how much competing you do as a competitor, right? I just for don't sure. think that's realistic. But like that's why it's on the manager to say, okay, you have 60 pitches. That's and you know. However long you go, buddy, that's what you have, and maybe yeah. that helps. But you know, I, I think that's more realistic as as a solution. Although it's one that obviously every other generation before will think is absolute ridiculousness. You know, I, I mean, I, uh, Krug and Kuiper are um, local announcers, and when they started pulling guys at a hundred pitches, Kruko just lost his mind. Really, <laughs> like a hundred pitches. 100 pitches, that's all. It was just, and so I just, I see this, you know, this is where we're going, load management. It's in basketball. People hate that too. But I right. think that's probably how they protect their investment because, you know, you're putting a lot of money in these starting pitchers. Yeah. Um, so you, you think know. it's at like 60? You think that's like kind of, that would be like the I just new, do that. I just do that. Just out there. that I just okay. do that. Okay. It's arbitrary. Okay. But, okay. you know, some something where it's like, okay, maybe you'll have enough time to, you know, recoup before the next time you come out there and throw it again, yeah. you know. It could Especially- be interesting. It's an interesting point that you brought up, like, expanding the roster. Like, having that – let's hypothetically say that 60 right. is, like, the new 100 and right. just expand the roster to have, you know, three or four more spots and you just have more guys that throw, like, three innings or four innings uh, and to try to help alleviate that. I don't know. Mont Warren, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, Mutt, what do you you think, man? Like, it's a weird question. Like, baseball is in a weird place, and I don't know. I I actually don't know what to think. I I like your thinking to have a guy go 60 pitches like Michael King style, you know, throw two (laughs) innings and then wait two days or three days and throw another two innings. It's it's interesting. I think it it is a future. It could could reduce injuries and, 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 and surgeries. Which yeah. would really you know great. help? I mean, at least initially, like because there's so many games. I guess the other thing they could do is shorten the season. 
But like, mm. I just I think as a competitor, though, the deeper you get into the season, it's going to be harder to limit a guy who's got a no no to sixty pitches when you're like, man, this For guy sure. really can't see him. What do we do? I mean, let's give him, yeah, let's give him forty more. What, you know, what's the big deal? So I think you know, as you get closer to to playoffs and you know you're in the playoffs, that probably goes to the wayside. But just to get you. I mean, the season is so long. You know what I'm saying? I just, oh yeah. I wonder if they don't do some load management, or at least go even slower to build you up. You know, just to try to give your body a chance to catch up, so to speak. I don't know, Warren. You were saying something about wins, or right? Is that what I heard? Yeah, you I mean, say? so does it help the team win to have to break up the pitching the way that we're talking about in a way that would be conducive to long-term success for all the pitchers and, and all of that. And we're seeing kind of with the opener, a little bit of that because with all of the, the drive line, you know, max velocity, um, you know, work that's being done on kind of the, the margins of baseball right now, I think there is a recognition that you can't, have somebody throwing 100 miles an hour for 120 pitches a game. Justin Verlander is an outlier. You know, <laughs> Bartolo Colon in his heyday was an outlier. He got hurt too. Yeah, yes, exactly. It, it happens. But even, even those guys that are able to pitch super late into their careers, the motion is violent. It really yep. is. So – I, I guess the question for the teams is going to boil down to does it help you get wins? Like what right. is the equation that figures out longevity of any given pitcher versus their effectiveness over three innings? And there's probably some actuarial scientists that are on staff for these teams <laughs> that are doing this research uh, to find the optimal point between health and performance. Cause I think it is a trade-off. Literally, the more you throw, the more at risk you are. The harder you throw, the more at risk you are. Uh, it, it, it's a really tough question when we have a, a, a sport like this. But football has a similar question as well in terms of longevity of their players in an incredibly violent sport. It's a different type of violence, but it, it is interesting from the business perspective for these teams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could we could we could go to an era where it's like just like basically a bullpen game every game that's you know maybe a possibility or something like that I don't, or more bullpen games uh that are strategically placed um yeah it, i warren a good point they i definitely think that these teams have folks researching this uh as we speak um if we, our, we went to a bullpen game then guys like jock peterson will only get one at bat per game just take him out <laughs> the left he comes on the mound <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe there's a maybe there's a new rule. I know I've been floating some weird ideas out there. Been throwing some. You go to like maybe, there, maybe there's maybe there's a rule where you can you can come back in the game. That's what I'm saying. Rec league rules. Let's go. Yeah, Bring there we back go. In, baby. Never know. Just got to go one. one time through the order. You know. <laughs> uh, we'll see. All right, uh, folks that are watching and or listening, we're giving away two free tickets to an MLB game of your choice. Link is in the description. Fill it out. You'll be entered to win. I need to give Warren and Justin their time to talk about the Giants because special stuff has happened with them. You guys, you have the floor. Take it and run with it. Dark horse, baby. You can hear the <laughs> so, our, our Our team, the Giants, 
San Francisco Giants, we, we have a, a team of background players that are all performing very capably right now. None of them are stars. Maybe Logan Webb. Maybe Camino Duvall. None of them are stars other than that. We're playing up to up to par right now. We're not in first place. Over we're not world beaters, but we're playing well. Now you're two above five. You're two over five hundred. But what we need is that star. Now can Farhan just nut up and get us one of these superstars that we can count on for 35 homers a year, 120 RBIs. We need that player. Bring Barry Bonds out of retirement. He could probably do that. (laughs) I mean, hey. 15 to 20 bombs right now, you know? (laughs) Justin, what's your assessment? I I mean, man, it's so interesting. I saw this, this absolutely ridiculous thing where it was like, you may think that the Giants missed out on Juan Soto, but really, they already have Juan Soto. His name is Lamont Wade Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, I mean, I'm a homer, man, but I can't. I'm not. I'm not prepared to go out there." <laughs> but when you when you look at the numbers and you squint a little bit, you're like, "Well, you know, we're we're close. We're in there. We're in the range." Um, but I mean, I think that's the that's the issue. I mean, I mean, we talked about this before, but it's like. We really, really were in on Correa, and his yeah. season has been absolute dog shit. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm no offense, but <laughs> <laughs> very offensive statement, you know. On last night, though, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's just it's you, you pay that guy what they were going to pay him, and he performs like that, and then you have a guy like Blake Sable, who you've never heard of, and he's you know he's performing above what what uh, Correa's given you, so it's it's. Farhan, man, I don't I, – it, I, it does not appear to me that he's able to attract that bat to this point. Um, you know, Hanniger, I'm still waiting for at least a week of great production <laughs> from him. I've seen, I've seen spots. He had a great uh, squeeze play yesterday. Um, but I just – at this point, I'd rather see him, you know, in the bargain basement, just, you know, pulling stuff off the rack. <laughs> uh, you know, like, right now, I'm okay with that because the, the the things that he was trying to pull the trigger on have not looked great to this point. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard for me to say. But I do like the – I like the fact that we're actually in third place. I had to look at the standings. I try not to look at the standings until after the All-Star break because who cares. But, um, right, well, you know – Within striking distance, baby. And you're only a half game back in the wild card, too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're out here. Yeah. You're there. Surprisingly. So and then I'm when excited. it comes it comes to playoffs, I mean anything anything can happen. Anything can happen. I think I think th- there will be a move that you know, even if it's off the bargain rack or right. or some big name. I think something you guys are close enough to where something's going to happen. They're probably like going to buy it. They're not going to be selling. So, um, yeah, for sure. Mon, what's your take on the Giants? They're playing well. They can uh, beat pretty much any team, but any team can also pretty much beat them. Yeah, you know. But they're 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 hanging in there, and they still got a chance. I don't think. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't think the Diamond. I mean, I'm surprised. Oh, shout out to the Diamondbacks, back. though. Yeah, like what 20, 37 <laughs> and twenty five. Yeah, I mean, we were um, talking shit a couple weeks ago, and now look at them. 
you know? Yeah. First place. I'm like, all right, are they going to keep that up? Because, I, I mean, yeah, they could if we'll, we'll find out. They have What's going on with the crazy. Padres, man? Dude, the Padres have just, yeah, not much. I had so much. I was like, man, the Padres are finally. Hey, they're you know, back. They got Gary Sanchez hitting, but I will say one thing about. Oh yeah, we we dropped like he, he he. I think his contract was like if he wasn't on the the major league roster for the Giants by May first, we had to let him go. Yeah, and obviously he found a new home. So and the the Mets had the Mets. Him. Mets let him let him go, but yeah. uh, I feel like Kapler it takes out like guys like Jock Peterson, Conforto, just because a lefty's on the mound, he feels like he has to take out these guys for like Slater, even though he's been like three hundred Slater. Slater murders lefties, though, but... Yeah, he had a big hit last night, but still, like... But then you got, like, two at-bats with Slater, and the next one's against a righty, you know? That's why I I love Bochy so much, because, like, like, he could, you know, he could see what you're supposed to do, but he also had a feel, and so it's like, you don't always have to go to the script, man. Like, you don't... Like, just because the guy's left-handed doesn't mean you need a right-handed batter every time, so... did you guys ever see that Simpsons episode where Burns has a baseball team? I'll just tell it really quickly. And he no, gets no. all these MLB all-stars. He gets like Mark McGuire, Daryl Strawberry, all these guys on this team. And so they're playing the okay. championship game, right? Daryl Strawberry's up to bat, but they put a lefty on the mound and Strawberry's lefty. So Burns benches Strawberry for Homer because Homer's a right <laughs> And he gets hit by a pitch with the bases loaded man up winning the game. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. See that? That's the brilliant. Daryl Strawberry's like, I already got five home runs today. Why are you taking me out? <laughs> Daryl well, Strawberry. He, he that pitch, though. All right. So you got to, you know, 3D <laughs> we, chest, baby. 3D chest. We were, we were talking, uh, we'll, uh, we'll wrap up here, uh, but we were talking off offline a little bit about some, some ball players like blast from the past. We were talking about Sammy Sosa, what he's been up to. I mean, real quick before we get into Sammy Sosa, if you're watching now, make sure you head to playback now because we're going to do a giveaway over there in, in a few minutes. So click the link to playback. We're going to do a playback giveaway. And uh, Justin, thoughts on Sammy Sosa? What's going on with Sammy? I mean, I, I don't know if anyone but Sammy – and maybe Sammy doesn't <laughs> even know what's going on with Sammy if we're <laughs> – a hundred percent honest, but if you haven't looked at Sammy Sosa in a few years, I implore you to do a quick Google search, and I challenge you to to recognize this individual as the guy that played for uh, the Cubs all those years ago. Because uh, there's some real Michael Jackson <laughs> vibes going on with Young Sammy, and it's it's actually ridiculous. Um, so I I don't know what's going on. Sammy with Sammy just being Sammy. Like Manny was being Manny. I don't know if Sammy it's a wasn't. New Sammy. It's an absolutely yeah, new Sammy. It's sure. a new Sammy. And I, I feel like I've seen some interviews where he tried to pretend like there is no difference, like nothing <laughs> happened. And it's like, you're like, did I did I imagine a dark-skinned individual? Did I imagine <laughs> someone that very clearly looked like he was from the Dominican Republic? I, I man, I don't it's it is quite stark. Why does uh, someone do – why would someone do that, though? That's what I'm like. Uh, you like, know, there's – There's got to be Colorism is a thing. You know, it's I don't know. Maybe so, – yeah, you know, I don't know, man. It, yeah. it It's hard to know. He, he could have a skin condition, you know. I, you know, that's what Michael True. Jackson said. He had vitiligo. You know, things, things lighten up that way. But to be so even 
It's questionable. Yeah. I got to yeah. say, I have my doubts. I have my doubts. You know? Rough. Watching, do you guys remember watching that that home run chase? Yeah, oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. That's not the baseball. That's that like was... it, it saved baseball. Yeah, yeah it did. <laughs> that was like, uh, yeah, something. I don't know if we'll. I, I'm, I'm just kind of, this is my last crazy thought of the night. I know I've had some wild ones. But, like, is there another, I guess baseball was in the dumps, right, from the 94 uh, strike, and we needed something to bring it back. But I was Matt like, Williams got completely screwed, man. He was on a freaking tear. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he man. hitting? Wait, he what was, was he? He was so many bombs, bro. Right. And this bombs. 94, who else was almost going to hit 400? Uh I th- oh no, it was am I am I am I am I miss I think it was Tony Wynn who was hitting I think he was hitting over four hundred. But the season didn't even start, right? I'm I'm getting it mixed up. No, ninety-four started and got canceled. Right. So he was hitting over four hundred. Matt Williams was hitting bombs. He was on pace for like some crazy amount. Yeah. But I was just thinking, like, is there another thing that where that type of energy comes back to baseball? Uh, you know, McGuire, Sosa home run chase like that. I don't know. I don't I, I maybe it's Otani. Like, that's the closest thing. That's a, but that's not like a chase. It's a player. Um, I, I don't, just popped into my head. But um, yeah, that's what I have. That's my all, thought. What's made up? A, they made an ESPN documentary on this. Sosa McGuire chase is really good. Yeah. Maybe it's De, maybe it's De La Cruz. De La maybe Cruz. De, De La Cruz brings back. Uh, guys, thanks for coming on the show. I know I threw a lot of weird stuff out tonight. Probably the weirdest, I'm just going to throw it out there, was the trampoline on the wall. That was wild. That was a wild one. Hey, I'll I'm kind that. of wild. I'm a wild guy. You're a wild boy, you know? You're a wild boy for sure. I'm a wild guy. Um Warren, thank you. Munt, thank you. Justin, thank you. For everyone that is watching, we're going to head over to Playback. We're going to do a giveaway. If you're not sticking around, then you're going to miss out on the giveaway. But thanks for joining, and we will see you next time on the Triple Cross Podcast. See you guys. Take it easy.